Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay, like the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westie girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good when you sit it on my taste blood. I get way too petty once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your block and break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone. Eat up your per diem, you just gotta hate them phone. If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes phone. If I quit this season, I still be the greatest phone. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like the key. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Pigskin Preacher. If you want to get in, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. And we're going to get into your Razor Hog update. Razor Hog Update is brought to you by Floyd Seafood on Kill Avenue in Sherwood, where you can get your king cakes for Mardi Gras and the big game. So first up on Razor Hog Update, we know that the Razorback basketball team is taking on Ole Miss tonight. It's going to be on ESPNU at 8 o'clock. There were uh, some questions that came in. Wanting to know the time of the game and where to watch it. So there it is, Arkansas taking on Ole Miss. ESPNU at 8 o'clock tonight. And then news with Arkansas softball. In the top 25, they're ranked number 12 in the ESPN.com USA softball poll. So we know that softball has been trending up over the past few years. They've had some really good teams under Courtney Diefel. And now they come into the season in the preseason poll for ESPN.com and USA softball Ranked number 12. I think the season opener comes up in roughly two and a half weeks, if my memory serves me correctly. So, yeah, right around the corner. And there it is for your Razor Hog update. The Titans, they continue to make moves with their football team. Not only did they they hire a head coach here recently in Brian Callahan, but they made some moves in the front office with their executives, Rand Carthon has been promoted to executive vice president and GM, and Chad Brinker is now president of football operations. And so uh, they have those two, along with Brian Callahan, who's the new head coach. And as far as the head coach, Brian Callahan, his track record, he's worked with quarterbacks in the past, Peyton Manning, Matthew Stafford, and Derek Carr. When he worked with Derek Carr, Derek Carr had his first 4,000 yard passing season so success in the quarterbacks that he's worked with in the past i don't get that move okay vrabel seems to be a really good coach they had a very solid team their quarterbacks have been stiffs okay you can't really win in the nfl without a serviceable quarterback and per the jj mccarthy they need him to the rescue they need him to the rescue guess what he's better than (laughs) Tannehill and levis okay he is and but guess what they're not going to do? They're not going to draft a third quarterback no, for a third year but, in a row. That, but here's the point, okay? Is, I think the owner is a woman. and Amy Strong? Yeah, and she Adams. doesn't know anything about football, okay? And if she thinks that she's better off without Vrabel, I would tell her she doesn't know what she's talking about. Vrabel is a good, solid coach. He will not be without a job for very long. And I'm like, so what is she seeing in these other guys that is the problem? The problem, 90% of that team, is they just haven't had a difference maker at quarterback. And until you do that, it's not going to change. And, well, he worked with this guy. Well, guess what? Matthew Stafford's not walking through that door. Peyton Manning is not walking through that door. Whatever it is that she thinks she's doing, I'm going to go ahead and call shenanigans and say she's not doing it. That's kind of the trend, though, of the NFL. They don't value, just like they don't value running backs, they don't value defensive coaches, defensive-minded coaches like they once did. It's all about these offensive guys and what can they do to improve the offense. A lot of times you see with coaching hires, what do they do? They go opposite of what they just had. They just had a defensive coach. 
Now it's time to bring in an offensive coach. Okay, let me make a point about this. I was having this conversation the other day with Justin. I, you know, that division that his Saints are in is just, you know, hot garbage, basically. Atlanta and all that. You know, Tampa Bay obviously got to the playoffs because they were better than the stiffs that they were playing. That having been said, I don't know that I could be any more impressed as a head coach with Todd Bowles that I am. There's something about that cat that is different, man. He just... He's kind of like Tomlin. The way he carries himself, it's like he knows something. He's he's just really cool. He's calm. He's collected. And his defense just swarms after dudes. They hit people. They got, you know, uh, David at linebacker and these they got some dogs, man. They were giving Detroit all that they all they could handle. But I just and again, your point about defensive coaches I think is right, but I could see Tampa Bay. No, we need an offensive guru. We like that guy for the Lions, you know, the uh the offensive coordinator. He's gonna be a great new Ben co- Johnson. Well, maybe he is. Guess what? Bowles is an excellent coach, and I think that this guy could really build something there. But some of these people, they just they, they push the panic button too quickly rather than shoring up the one or two areas of weakness. I don't understand Well, they that. do that with coaches that have success. Yes, they do. They, yes, if they, they do. If they don't replicate that the following season, yes. they're ready, ready to get rid of them. Exactly. Let's go to the phones and talk to Jacob in Hot Springs. What's up, Jacob? Hey, um, John. Hey, Pitkin. How you doing, man? What's up, Jacob? Jason. What's up, Jason? Good. How you doing, man? Doing good. I got a question for you, Pistons. Um, we got Ole Miss tonight, and we haven't played no defense tonight. How's the um, defense? Uh, how's the how much is gonna respond with that loss to South Carolina? How's the offense gonna respond against a good old Ole Miss team and uh, also it's not. Man, that's the sixty-four thousand dollar question, my brother. The I, I when Pat was in here. Earlier, we were talking about playing Ole Miss and playing any Chris Beard team is like just being mm-hmm. in a knife fight in a phone booth. I mean, they just get up in your grill. Everything is difficult. Every possession. I just, man, I just don't see this ending well. I mean, maybe they come out and knock down a bunch of shots and have a, a great shooting night. I mean, they could win. I mean, this this Ole Miss team is not, you know, the UCLA under John Wooden or anything. But they're just really well, difficult to play. I, I just I don't know that this is a good matchup for the Hogs. I'm, I'm going to ask you something, Pitkin. Um, you know that uh, last Saturday against uh, South Carolina, they they weren't even playing no defense. Mm-mm. They were like two of wild and shot. And well, I don't I don't think that we had to play uh, like they don't keep staying still and they're supposed to put their hands up play defense though. Well, we're going to see how this team responds to adversity because they got some right now. And in the last few years, they'd get on a roll going into the conference tournament. And then by the time that the the big dance came around, you didn't want to draw Arkansas because they were going to be a tough out. But right now, man, unless something changes, they're not even going to be called on on that selection Sunday. Hey, uh, and, uh, and John, you know, Joe Fuego, uh I just want to say, uh, I know we got to Kentucky this weekend, and I know that we're gonna beat uh, Kentucky. Gonna beat us in faith, but I know, I know we ain't gonna do good against Kentucky though. They got um, upset by South Carolina. So, uh, what's your uh, what's your doubts on this Arkansas team when they um, play against uh, Kentucky in Fayetteville, and and they got game day coming to Fayetteville that weekend, and no, uh, everybody else will be excited for that one, but. We gotta win this game tonight against Ole Miss, and it's a huge one. So, I just want to let y'all know, and thanks for calling. Thank you. I hey, appreciate it, Jason. Keep, keep the faith, Jason. Don't give up, Jason. You hit it head on. It's uh, it's about the game tonight to start with. Now, when they get back home, it will be one of those type atmospheres that we're used to seeing. Arkansas basketball being one of the best atmospheres in college basketball, and that's why College Game Day is going there. But the team they'll they'll you know they they still have to show up and play and um and you know just try to try to do what they can and what they're capable of from a potential standpoint the crowd will be behind them but we saw with that game against South Carolina South Carolina was able to take the crowd out of the game Auburn they were able to take the crowd out of the game now maybe you get a little bit of boost because it is Kentucky mm-hmm. and with the history there but this team just has to show up, and, and and you have to show up for each and every game. You can't look, 
you know, jokingly, DJ said that Kentucky was looking ahead to Arkansas. Arkansas can't afford to look ahead to any team. Not right now. Mm-mm. Uh, and we have some uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line. So this person, Daniel, Daniel says put a real bet. He says uh, whoever loses can't call or host forever. That would be a real bet for you and 49er John to get into. Well, how about we just get a gun and play Russian roulette, Daniel, and, and, and the, the loser dies, so you don't have to put up with us. I think that's a bit extreme. Come on now. Let's get into some on this day, and uh, we're going to take a look at some things that happen in sports, and then later we'll look at some things outside of sports. But uh, on this day in sports, the first Baseball games were played in the American League on January 24th, 1901. Wow. So long time ago, but first games played in the American League, and maybe that's why it lines up where the Hall of Fame voting and the results comes out mm. around this time every year because it goes back to when some of the first games were played. I think Rick Schaefer was covering that game in 1901. He definitely knows the history on it. That man, that listen, that boy knows as much about baseball as anybody at this station. He is. He, he's a baseball expert. Yeah, absolutely. He definitely knows the history on it. Also, on this day, January 24th, it was a great day for Jackie Robinson, two different years. Mm-hmm. So in 1950... He became the highest paid player in Dodgers history, had the highest contract, 35000 Wow. In Dodgers history in 1950. Wow. So That's yeah. a lot of money in 1950. Exactly. But it's not the kind of money that these guys are walking away with today. And then on this day in 1962, January 24th, Jackie Robinson was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. So it was a great day for him. Listen, not enough is made of this, okay? The, the, the guy that gets the credit for bringing Robinson up was obviously Branch Rickey. This was his idea. But when Walter O'Malley became the sole owner of the Dodgers, O'Malley hated Jackie Robinson, and he hated O'Malley. He didn't like either one of them. So you remember when Robinson started getting a little bit gray around the temples, O'Malley traded him to what team? The hated New York Giants, their biggest rival. And you know what Robinson did? Rather than go over to the Giants, he retired. He said, I'm not going to the Giants. Wow. I'm not playing for him. And O'Malley, you know, the Dodgers get a lot of credit for bringing him up. O'Malley doesn't deserve any of the credit for any of that stuff. O'Malley was a bit of a pain in the neck. And Ricky and Robinson uh, were the duo, not O'Malley. So That happens with players quite a bit where uh, – it- you see players changing organizations now. You know, that's the norm. Mm-hmm. But there are certain players that have played. One team. Yeah. A number team. of years Brooks with that Robinson, team. Carl and then, Yastrzemski. Well, uh, yeah. e- even in this day. Yeah. Played a number of years with a certain team. Yeah. And they want to keep that going. They want to. That means something yeah. to them where a team will trade them or a team will uh, say, you know, we think that. Uh, when when you are getting older, like in that case with Jackie Robinson, yeah. and maybe there are upper opportunities out there for this player still, they'll choose to retire instead of going to play for another organization. There was a great line in Pete Gent's uh, novel that, that was turned into a movie, North Dallas 40, about the Dallas Cowboys. He said when one of the players was talking to the general manager, he said, every time... We say it's a business, you tell us it's a game, and when we say it's a game, you tell us it's a business. And that's kind of how it is. You know, they'll be faithful to you until they're not faithful to you, and that's uh, unfortunately the way of the world. Let's go to the phones and talk to John. What's up, John? What's up, guys? How's it going? Hey, good. So I'm calling to talk to you guys because you are the, the ultimate experts, in my opinion, on this station. So... <laughs> My question is about uh, Razorback basketball. So, all these theories, speculation. My question is, how can we early in the season beat a team like Purdue and beat Duke and then suck so bad now? Like, I just don't get it. And I'm curious as to what your guys' point of view is on what the deal is. Because it felt like we were going to be really good, and now, I mean, we're like the worst in the SEC. Okay, thank you, John. Yeah, um, so some of that could be 
early in the season, especially when you're talking about the Purdue game, mm-hmm. an exhibition game. Mm-hmm. Now, it was treated as if it was a real game, but it didn't count. Now, at that time, you can look at it one of two ways for the team that was at the top of the rankings in Purdue and the way that um, they may have shown up and played. Mm-hmm. They may not have taken it as serious as Arkansas did because of the fact that it is an exhibition game and they know ultimately it doesn't count. Arkansas, you know, from the same standpoint, went into Texas last year and they got blown out by Texas. Right. And that's not to say that they didn't take it serious, but in the back of your mind, you know that these games don't count. You want to show up, you want to play well, you want to see what competition is like on the other side, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Well, Musselman teams, since he's been at Arkansas, have always improved over the course of the season. This team is not doing that at this point. They don't particularly uh, play defense well. They don't defend. And they're not a good shooting team. That's a Man, you got to do one or the other. And when they're struggling on both ends with that, that's just not going to portend well for success. And when you're struggling on both ends, the one thing that you can control is rebounding, and they don't do that either. Exactly. Home court advantage did play into it for them early in the season like that also. And then when teams are out there playing, especially this being a new team, new roster players for the most part, once they get film on them, other teams are able to break down that film to say, well, these are the things that they do well. This is what they don't do so well. So now teams are concentrating on taking away what they do best. Absolutely. And we got to play this out to see what happens. Maybe somebody steps up. Maybe something gels. Uh, Right now that seems to be a bit optimistic. Moves and counter moves. Southern Structural Solutions text line. Uh, Amy Adam Strunk has been uh, around football most of her life. And uh, she's the daughter of an owner. I'll bet she knows a thing or two about football. Yeah, let's make her commissioner. She's a a genius. Okay, if she thinks that Mike Vrabel is the problem, she doesn't know what she's talking about. I would stand by that. I don't think... Listen, Vrabel's an Ohio State guy, okay? Let us have a moment of silence and recognize I'm praising an Ohio State Buckeye. But I think the guy's a good coach. And... They were they were looking for answers. Mike Vrabel even was looking for answers. And when they got in and had a meeting, maybe there was just a disagreement there uh, where he was thinking about the team going in one direction and they're thinking going in a different direction. And, you know, in the end, ownership is going to do what they want to do. They're going to do what they feel is best. This just in. The people that own the means of production are the ones that make the decisions of those of us that work in production. Okay? In other words, that's just owner, how it works. owners fire coaches. Coaches don't fire owners. Okay? So that's the way it is. Mike Rabel, being the, the coach that he is, we know that we've seen they've had success. They've won the division. But as we talked about, patience. No, there's There's no patience anymore. And so... If you won the division two of the last three years, if you didn't win it this year, then that's a problem. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Vrabel land on his feet, get a job with another team, and go into Tennessee and stick it in her ear. That's what I'd like to see. And just say, honey, you don't know what you're doing, okay? I'd like to see that. Southern Structural Solutions text line. Here's a Seahawks fan that says he hopes that the Seahawks go after Mike Vrabel. There you go. Why would he, as a Seahawks fan, want his team to be saddled with a losing coach? Because he's not a losing coach. He's a winning coach. They just got rid of a winning coach, M.P. Carroll. I didn't get that either. Carroll seemed like he'd done really well, especially in the aftermath of Russell Wilson leaving. They aged him out. Yeah, they that, did. That they was did. what happened. They did, Joe. And uh, another message here. Lifelong Titans fan, Vrabel went seven and he went from 7-3 and three to 7-10. and 10 last year and five wins this year that's why they let him go but Vrabel also questioned the front office and what direction they were going in because he he wasn't happy with the GM hire that they made and we know that coaches and GMs go hand in hand that's it. and a lot of times if the coach is gone the GM is gone in this case Vrabel was still around they brought in another GM and he wasn't happy with the move. And if the GM went and whispered in the owner's ear and the brilliant football mind that she is, she decided to cut him loose. 
There you have it. If you if you're gonna ask me to cook the meal, I should at least get to shop for some of the groceries. That Thank you, familiar? Todd Parcells. That's right. And that's why there was a thought that Vrabel was gonna go to the Patriots and. They stayed in house with Gerard Mayo. The last two years with the Titans, and I, I don't really care anything about the Titans. I hate talking about it. But Vince Lombardi wouldn't have won with that quarterback situation the last two years. They just weren't any good. I mean, what are you supposed to do? J.J. <laughs> McCarthy to the rescue J.J. McCarthy <laughs> would be so much better than Stop. Will Levis. I'm Stop. not even kidding, Joe. Stop. Joe, you better just concede this because I'm telling you, it's coming. It's coming, my brother. Yeah, okay. It's coming. That's enough of J.J. McCarthy rescuing every team in the league. Also on this day in sports, January 24th, 1976, George Foreman, he was the former champion at the time. He KO'd Ron Lyle in the fifth round at Caesars Palace in Vegas. How about that? Ron Lyle was one of those next-level fighters in the era of Ali and Frazier and Foreman. You had Ron Lyle and... Uh, Ken Norton and uh, you know Jerry Quarry, a few of those rugged types. David Duvall, also 1999, January 24th, he eagled the 18th hole to have a final round of 59 at Bob Hope Chrysler Classic, mm. and he became the third player in PGA Tour history to shoot sub 60. Okay, who was the first player? No idea. Was it Jack? It was in Memphis. No, okay. it wasn't. All right, Al. Guy Burger. There you know. All right. There it is. So more history to add to the list there. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Pigskin Preacher. Stay tuned. Hey, it's the Shooter Pat Bradley, and I'll be on Morning Mayhem Weekly, presented by Gary Hill, MSS Oil Splash Car Wash. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like Gary Hill since J.R. Ewing. Get your oil changed and car washed at Splash Car Wash. Go to cleancarfast.com for an unlimited wash pass. This is Center. Last night in the SEC, South Carolina pulled the upset over sixth-ranked Kentucky, winning 79-62. The Gamecocks are 16-3 on the season and 4-2 in conference. Kentucky's next game will be against Arkansas on Saturday. Then Texas A&M took care of business, beating Missouri 63-57 at home. Tonight in the SEC, action gets started at 5.30 as Georgia hosts LSU on the SEC Network. At 6.30, eighth-ranked Auburn will travel to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama on ESPN. Florida will host Mississippi State at 7.30 on the SEC Network. Then Arkansas will try for a much-needed win in Oxford against Ole Miss at 8 on ESPNU. Radio coverage for that game can be heard on the buzz starting at 7.30. Stay tuned after the game for the Guatney Automotive post-game show. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. College football talking head Barrett Salee said two minutes before the Rose Bowl kickoff, Michigan isn't ready for what is coming. (laughs) Except they were. Despite making a number of uncharacteristic errors on special teams, the Wolverines dominated Alabama along both lines of scrimmage on their way to a 27-20 victory. Presumably, Greg Sankey and Paul Feinbaum cheered each other up by chanting, S-E-C, S-E-C. S-E-C to each other over the phone. Go blue, my brothers, and better luck next year, Alabama. Double B's has Frappuccinos for $4.29 or two for $7 and Cappuccinos for amazingly low prices too, but no Quentin Tarantinos. But hey, we're working on it. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it and go. That's Double B's. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. 
see Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Seltz in Hot Springs. Hey, it's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civics, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Things that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. Some of those old injuries, they begin to creep up and things begin to start hurting again. I finally got to the point where I'm like, I can't just wake up and know my knee's going to be bothering me and push through this on a daily basis. Old football injuries can't keep former college and pro football player Bobby Carpenter down. So he decided to check out the all-natural regenerative pain treatments at QC Kinetics. I was fortunate enough to obviously sit down with QC and kind of understand your body still has the ability to heal in it. We just need to give it a little bit of a boost. Exactly. QC Kinetics concentrates your body's own healing agents in your painful hips, shoulders, knees, or back. Everyone can say, well, you need to replace this or replace that, but it's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first, especially when it has such great results. QC Kinetics treatments take place the same day right in the office. No downtime. Call today for your complimentary consultation and see if you're a good candidate. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all mine. Oh, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Pigskin Preacher. Some news in college football and portal news. Will Rogers, who was getting into the portal, he was already in the portal. He went to Washington, and then he got back in the portal once Kalen DeBoer left to go to Alabama. He's had a change of heart, and now he's going to stick with Washington and their new coach, Jed Fish, coming in. So Jed did some recruiting. He, he said, just, we got a quarterback, and we need to keep him here. Good for him. He did some big-time recruiting. There you go. And it's it's one of those things where the player is always going to look at other options and decide what's best for them. And with that being said, then uh, he he wanted to take a look at possibly Alabama and some other options that are out there because he went to play for Kalen DeBoer. But once Kalen DeBoer, he, he made his way to Bama and kind of – you know, as a feeling out process and getting that roster together, Will Rogers, he decided ultimately to stay at Washington. If you're Kalen DeBoer, don't you have to figure you can get a better quarterback than Will Rogers to come to Alabama? Isn't that what you figure? Yeah, yeah. You probably. Joe, pro- if, probably you ha- Joe if you haven't noticed, I'm trying to hide from the camera. Yeah, so, it just, so, so quit being difficult. It just doesn't come across yeah, well, well on, on no, the on the playback. Nobody wants to see my giant head on the screen. Good oh, grief. sure they do. So I've they, been told many times I have a face for radio, not for television. Sure they do. So they can play this back <laughs> and make fun of you whenever J.J. McCarthy falls on let me, his face. Let me tell you something. J.J. McCarthy, he might be Drew Brees 2.0 for all you know, and you're going to say, Pigskin, I can't believe. I gave you a hard time about that. If you want to get into the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Also have some 
NFL news, some injury news. The Chiefs are uh, it's it's likely they're going to be without All Pro guard Joe Tooney, who's dealing with a pec injury ahead of this game against the Ravens. Well, the Ravens might be terrorizing Mahomes with that pass rush. So that could be, you want all your offensive linemen. That could be bad. And we've seen that in the past where it's been a problem, where uh-huh. the Chiefs have had some some guys that weren't available to them on the offensive line, mm-hmm. and it was a big problem in that Super Bowl against the Bucks. I just don't see Kansas City winning this game. I, I just I, I think everything's lined up against them. There's a way for them to win it, just like there were probably – a lot of people that didn't see them winning the game against the Bills. I, I was one of them. I figured the Bills, man. I thought oh, the Bills were oh, going to so get them. So you are wrong. I was wrong about the Bills, and I was wrong about the Lions picking Jameer Gibbs, and you're going to be wrong about McCarthy, so quit clucking. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can admit it. That's that's the difference. I can admit if I'm wrong. Yeah, because but... Because in the, in the big picture... At the end of the day, what does it really matter? It, you're either going to be right or wrong. But the, you're just like everybody else on this station, and I'm including Acre and Wes and all of them, that you guys just so blithely skip ahead to the next big thing that nobody ever acknowledges it. Yeah, I know I had the Germans in World War II, but that's over now, so on with the Cold War. I no, mean, that's what no, you guys do all the time. No, I will acknowledge it, and I'm saying I have no problem with that. I'm not going to run from it because at the end of the day, I don't care. Like I can I can be wrong and I can deal with it and live with the fact that I was okay, wrong. Okay, well I'll give you that. I, I'll give you that. I'm just I'm, you're going to be wrong about this. I'm telling you. So. Yeah, we'll we'll look forward to see what happens there. Yes. Also we will. with the Dolphins and this goes along with the coordinators once again. Mm-hmm. The coordinators getting a lot of the blame when things go wrong down you, the stretch of the season. The Dolphins and Vic Fangio they're going to part ways. And Vic Fangio is going to be looking for work as a defensive coordinator somewhere. He was recently a head coach with the Broncos. Then once they decided to make a move, when Sean Payton came in, he became the defensive coordinator for the Dolphins. And after one year, now he's going to be moving on to possibly be a defensive coordinator somewhere else. So per your point, since McDaniel wasn't going to fire himself for that paltry offensive production in the frozen tundra of Arrowhead Stadium, he does the next best thing and fires his defensive coordinator. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, there they, you go. They're, they're looking to make some changes. There you go. But the thing about it is the Dolphins, like the Bills, had so many defensive injuries. They were up against it going into those last two games of the season, the last game of the season against the Bills, where if they win that, then they're going to be the number two seed. So they lost out on that. They lost out on home yeah. field advantage, yeah. winning the division, and then they go into the playoffs and they had several issues. It was a perfect storm, uh, unfortunately. So, mm. yeah, that's what uh, that's what we see this time of year. And it is. We also see some baseball deals coming through, where you know these guys are about to get into spring training, and you see some of these contracts and and uh, certain things getting together with these guys and. Uh, there are some examples out there where Araldus Chapman recently signed with the Padres. Hmm. So he's going to move on and uh, going to be pitching for the Pod- or Pirates. Sorry about that. The Pirates. Araldus Chapman moving on to play with the Pirates, and it's on a one-year deal that he agrees to 10.5 mil to play for the Pirates. And he's been with a couple of organizations over the past few years, notably the Yankees. But he started to kind of fall off the cliff a little bit. He's 35 years old, and he was giving up some of those runs or hits that normally he wouldn't give up in those safe situations. Years ago, he was the most unhittable pitcher in Major League Baseball. He's obviously not that now, but he's still got enough zing in that arm that he's still going to make $10 million this year, which is good. So, and it, You always have teams that are looking for answers, especially the teams that are looking to get better, and the Pirates are one of those. Mm-hmm. Year in and year out, they're, they're probably one of the teams that, going into the season, they're thought to be one of the bottom teams, but they, they want to bring in some talent and continue to get better. And they don't have a lot of money as a small market team, so if they can get this guy for $10.5 million and he recaptures some of the magic, they've got a really good closer for a bargain basement price. The Nationals and Joey Gallo, they've agreed to a one-year deal also 
for five mil. And last season, Gallo, he hit a season low of uh, one seventy seven. Yeah, so he was he was not really good at the plate, but we we've seen in the past that he has been a lot better. But he gets a one year deal with the Nationals for five mil, and it'll be interesting to see what he can add into that lineup. Uh, yeah, so man, one seven seven. That's below the Mendoza line. That's yeah, it gross. is. Yep. More like Ernest and Julio Gallo than Joey Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> so we see some of these baseball deals come together, and a lot of these deals we do see for one year yeah, because then, teams are trying to stack those rosters. Exactly, and then, and then even if you don't go one year, they're maybe going two years like the Brewers did with Reese Hoskins, only going two years but for like 30, 35 million, whatever it was. Nice. That was a good deal that they were able to pull him away from the Phillies and and get him there because he's been a productive player over the last few years. Yeah, I was kind of surprised they were able to pull that off, uh, especially since uh, my Cubs still haven't pulled the trigger on Cody Bellinger, but they're going to have to. The Dodgers continue to spend money. They've agreed to a deal with James Paxton, a one-year deal for 11 mil, and it's all guaranteed. And it usually is for baseball players, MLB, NBA, once they sign those contracts, it's guaranteed money. And uh, those guys, it's not like football where that's something that the players focus on, the guaranteed part of their contract. Mm -hmm. Because when you see these big numbers, you have to remember that all that money isn't guaranteed. So for the players, when they sign these contracts, when they get these deals to happen, they're looking for the most guaranteed money that they can possibly the get. The football players have to have the worst union in all of professional sports. They play by far the most dangerous sport, and they're the only ones that don't have guaranteed money. They should have guaranteed money given the risk that you take every time you take the field. That doesn't make any sense. The game with uh, the Timberwolves and Hornets where Carl Anthony Towns scored 62 points, but they came up three points short at the end. They, uh, the NBA, they do an analysis of the games in the last two minutes. And so for the last two minutes of that game, they determined there were 10 missed calls in the last two minutes. So think about that. The team loses by three points. Carl Anthony Towns scores 62, and they come up a bit short. But there were so many missed calls at the end of that game, and there was one specifically to end the game where they thought, there should have been a foul called, no foul when the Timberwolves had a chance to tie the game mm. or even take the lead at that point. Crazy. Well, we're coming up on the break for Out of Bounds. It's going to be the last segment. We're going to get ready for Drive Time Sports, and uh, we'll see what they have going on. But Big Buck Classic is coming up this week, and that's going to be Friday. Starting on Friday, it's going to run through the weekend. It's going to be January 26th through 28th. And all the shows are going to be there on Friday on location for the 34th annual Big Buck Classic. And that's just a couple of days away. I'm fired up. Look forward to that every winter. It's always a good place to be. And uh, for the shows to be there on Friday. And then Saturday, there's the Chili Cook-Off, which is always a great event. But you can always find something for the family, something that you like at the Big Buck Classic. I'm somewhat hurt that Tommy didn't make me a judge in the chili cook-off. Have you ever been a judge? No. I'm born to be a judge in a chili cook-off. You have to let it be known that that's what you want to do. Well, the next time I see him at the airport, I'm going to say something to him. Do that. He may be listening now. I hope so. So he may hear you. We're coming back with more of Out of Bounds on the other side. It's the last segment. Stay tuned from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Top Pierce, Pigskin Preacher. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GEAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GEAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GEAR. Well, now all the decorations are down, and you're looking around thinking, we really ought to freshen up the place. It's a new year, and the best time to save at Lazy Boy. The inventory overstock sale is here. Upgrade every room in your home. Hot buys all over the store. Fabric recliners starting at $3.99. Leather recliners only $7.99. Stop by Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for their inventory overstock sale. Up to 50% off store-wide. Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock. Long live the Lazy. Hey, it's Matt Zimmerman for Telco Federal Credit Union. Getting a home improvement loan with Telco Federal Credit Union is, well, pretty simple. You can have the money as fast as the very next day. Borrow up to $25,000 with no lien on your home, the lowest rates in Arkansas, and no closing costs. Now you will have access to funds for home improvements. The local team at Telco Federal Credit Union will find the right loan, the lowest rate, and make the process easy. Stop in, log on, or call 501 775-5321. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays. And DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Friends, I believe Scott Romine could be our next super friend. What kind of powers does he have? He'll squat me unplugged every Saturday at 9 a.m. That's not much of a power. I can control fish. I'll make him a costume. Holy Buzz Radio Batman. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Pigskin Preacher. It's the final segment here on Out of Bounds. We're going to wrap it up, turn it over to Drive Time Sports. The Blazers, they had a loss the other night to the OKC Thunder, and they're protesting the loss because with 15.1 seconds left in the game, they had a 109-108 lead, and Blazers coach Chauncey Billups, he was at the sideline trying to call timeout. And uh, instead of them granting the timeout to Chauncey Billups and the Blazers, the refs whistled Malcolm Brogdon for a double dribble. And so he says that uh, in that instance, you you know, refs are usually prepared for you to call timeout. They're prepared for that situation. I'm at half, half court trying to call timeout. It's frustrating. My guys played too hard for that. It's a frustrating play. And not only did they, uh, they lose possession of the ball because of the double dribble that was called on Malcolm Brogdon, Chauncey Billups got two techs. And he was ejected from the game, which gave the Thunder free throws, and they went on to win the game. So how do you think the protest is going to turn out? You think they're going to overturn the result of the game? They're not going to do that, but like we saw with this Timberwolves game, they, they will make a statement to say, okay, we studied the last two minutes of the game, mm-hmm. and these calls were missed. So that's all they're. But they're they not going to do. do anything about it. No, that's all they can. The refs do. stole that game from Detroit and Dallas when we did the pass to the tackle eligible. Okay, a Detroit pitcher years ago had an, a perfect game, and the ump messed up the call on the twenty seventh out. Guess oh, yeah, what? That was that was bad. It, they don't overturn stuff, so Chauncey ought to just save his uh, powder for bigger battles. The Memphis Grizzlies, they're going to get a $12.4 million exception for Ja Morant being injured. And uh, he played in nine games before suffering the shoulder injury. He was suspended for 25 games prior to that. But getting that 12.4 mil, it's for a disabled player. And the exception goes until March 11th. So they have until March 11th, and it's going to allow the team to either trade for or claim a player who's in the final year of their contract, or they'd be able to sign a free agent to a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of time to uh, stay out of trouble. Yeah, he does, but for the team, that's good that they've been granted this exception because mm-hmm. now they can go get a player that would be quality. They'd be able to fill into that spot, and maybe they can bring him something on the court. Now, in the big picture, it's not going to make a difference for the Grizzlies because – they don't have a shot of no. getting into the playoffs or anything, no. but they're done. They they can at least see what a player may be worth, and maybe sign him to a longer deal down the road. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the phones and talk to Stan. What's up, Stan? Hey, what's up, Picky Joe? What's going on? All right, what's that, piss Stan? Stan, what you doing? I'm gonna say one thing, let y'all go, cause y'all I'm almost out of time. I'm gonna say one thing, I'm gonna let y'all go. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Musman. Hey, Nolan Richardson is not walking through that door. Where is that 40 minutes of hell? If y'all don't hurry up, come with it. Y'all ain't got nothing coming, man. It's over, man. <laughs> Stan, I got something for you. Appreciate it, Stan. Here it is. J.J. McCarthy, dual threat quarterback. Dual threat quarterback, Stan. He's coming. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> moving on from J.J. McCarthy. So um, there's been a social media leak. And it was 26 billion records throughout multiple platforms on social media that have been released, a data breach. So a lot of people's information, it was put out through LinkedIn, Snapchat, Venmo, Adobe, Mm -hmm. X, Mm -hmm. and uh, plenty of other social media platforms. 26 billion records of people's data that have been put out there. You know we're two clicks away from everybody knowing everything about everything and everything. That's where we're going. Well, it's always, uh, you know, our cell phones. Mm-hmm. Everything is mm-hmm. kept record there, mm-hmm. and uh, it's easy to track. Yes, it is. Everybody is, is being tracked by their cell phones right now. Yeah. That's I, just... I don't see us getting the toothpaste back in the tube on that one, Joe. Also on this day in 2006, Walt Disney acquired Pixar 
for $7.4 billion. Did they make their money back on it yet? Oh, they made that probably 10 times no over. Well, good. They're going to lose it on ESPN because they're hemorrhaging money like crazy. X-Files in 2016, January 24th, it returned to the air after 13 years of being away, and it reunited David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, mm-hmm. and then uh, and it was once again produced by Chris Carter. There you go. I like Duchovny. He's interesting. He really is. Mm-hmm. Californication. That was a really good show. He his character Hank Moody was very interesting. You know, he was a uh, yeah kind of a raconteur. You know getting into adventures, writing books, all that. That's one of those shows that you would love for it to be in this age and be able to binge watch. Mm. So now you can go back from start to finish. They used to have to wait every week to see the new episode. That's right. And and they they kept you hanging with a little bit of drama at the end Mm. for every episode, and then the next show would come about. Yep. Today is Beer Can Appreciation Day. So for beer drinkers, you prefer it draft, bottle, can, well, it's Beer Can Appreciation Day, so you want to grab a beer, have it in a can today. Most beer drinkers I've known would drink it out of a rusty bucket <laughs> if they could just get a hold of it. It's also National Peanut Butter Day, so how, how do you feel about peanut butter? Peanut butter is a favorite. Huge fan. It's one of the great foods ever. Jif Extra Crunchy is the go-to. You like peanut butter cookies? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Peanut butter pie? I like peanut butter anything, except I don't like that that people put it on hamburgers. I don't think peanut butter belongs on a hamburger. But I eat it on pretty much anything else. You like peanut butter, and you like hamburgers. Yeah, but I don't want them together. And and it goes all down the same way. No, you're looking at this the wrong way. No, there's some things that are not meant to be mixed, Joe. It can have a good taste. I like pineapple, and I like pizza. But but I don't don't like like them together? Pineapple pizza. No, that's right. (laughs) Celebrating birthdays today, Mary Lou Retton. She's had some health issues here recently, but she's 56 years old. Neil Diamond is 83, mm-hmm. and also Aaron Neville is 83. So these guys were born on the same day. Aaron Neville's 83? Yes. Good grief. It's true, Joe. Black don't crack. And then... I wouldn't have guessed he's that old. Ray Stevens is 85 years old, so... I would have guessed he's 100. Yeah, have, have a couple of great artists over the years, Neil Diamond, Aaron Neville, and Ray Stevens. Oh, man. All within a couple of years of each other. Those cats sold some records, man. You better believe it. That'll do it for Out of Bounds today. Thanks to Todd, Pigskin. Appreciate you guys. Drive Time Sports coming up next. a new year and the new you deserves a new ride from guadney buick gmc it's tax time you worked hard all year you paid in now you need to get paid because at guadney buick gmc your refund is going farther than ever before call 501-945-4444 combining current offers purchase allowances and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over stack your tax refund 